Hello everyone, it's Mr. Charlton here, and this is Audio Story 418. Now the next story has been chosen by all the boys and all the girls in the year one classes of the school I work in here in Moscow. Hello year one! And the story I'm going to read for you is called Sir Comfrance and All the King's Tens. Are you ready? Okay, Ooh, let's begin. Circumference and all the King's Tens, a math adventure. Oh, the last time we saw the King, he seemed a bit gloomy, said Lady Di of Amita to her husband. Circumference, one evening. His birthday is soon. Let's give him a surprise party here at her castle to cheer him up. We could invite people from the entire countryside. Oh, that's a fine idea, answered Circumference. We'll plan a huge celebration just for him. Lady Di sent out invitations. Servants rushed about the castle, cleaning and cooking. Carpenters built long wooden tables while seamstresses sawed tents. Guests began arriving in groups. Each day, more kept coming. I'm coming, I'm coming. Lady Di showed the guest where to stay. Rooms filled up very quickly. Oh, the castle is already exploding with guests and an even bigger group is arriving this afternoon, she told Circumference one morning. King Arthur's party is tonight and I'm not ready. What a royal mess, Circumference nodded. I'll gather everyone in the meadow to get them out of your way. Soon. A large crowd stood in the grassy field outside the castle walls. The king will arrive in a few hours, began Circumference. Let's practice a royal march of greeting. Would everyone step smartly towards the centre of the meadow? Pandemonium broke out. Knees marching high, knocked arms swinging wide. The knights of the round table crashed into each other, falling into metallic heaps. Lady Di appeared in the middle of this confusion. I need to know how many guests will be here for lunch, and then how many for dinner, she called to her husband over the clatter. Circumference waved his arms. Attention, he bellowed. We need to know how many of you are here. But everyone kept milling around. Counting the crowd seemed like an impossible task. Sir Kel stepped forward with a suggestion. Forming small circles of people might work, he said. Each group could count its members and call out how many. Lady Di could add up the numbers. Oh, let's try it, said Circumference, shepherding guests into groups. 61, 111, 58, 17, 46, cried out voices in the crowd. Oh, this is no good, said Lady Di, stopping them. My head's spinning just trying to keep track of all those numbers. We could march in one straight line, said Sir Lionel Segment, counting up from one as we pass. So the group formed a queue. They began moving forward past Lady Di. The line was so long it disappeared over the hill. Oh, this is too slow, noted Lady Di. The king's birthday will have come and gone, and it would be too late. I can't count like this, and I'm getting rather hot standing here, complained 
the lady once again. Let's get up to the top. Let's set up some tents, said Circumference. We can get into the shade while we think of another way to count everyone. On the edge of the meadow, the castle workers erected a small tent. Immediately, knights, ladies and villagers rushed inside. It bulged dangerously. Oh, this tent is just too tiny, huffed Sir Tangent as he walked out. It doesn't even hold ten people. He threw up his hand in impatience. Maybe this party for the king is a bad idea, Lady Di said to Circumference. Tempers are beginning to flare and I still don't know how many meals to serve. Oh, we need a new idea, said Circumference. Then he paused and smiled. Or maybe we can use parts of everyone's ideas. I think I have the solution. He stepped into the middle of the meadow. Attention everyone, please gather in small groups, as Sir Kel suggested. Spread those groups out into lines, as Sir Lionel's segment described. Each line should have ten people, like the ten fingers on Sir Tangent's hands. The crowd grouped themselves as circumference directed. Lady Di started to count, but there were still so many rows. If we put ten rows together, that would equal one hundred, she said. That would make this counting go even more quickly. The hot but patient guests moved into the larger formations. I'm counting nine groups of one hundred, said Lady Di. There are also eight rows of ten and one row with only seven. That's nine hundred plus eighty plus seven. Now at least I know how many lunches we need. Then twenty-five more people arrived from the small town of Lower Numberton. Oh, welcome, said Lady Di, smiling. Could you get together in rows of ten? And could three of you join the line of seven to make another row of ten? Two new groups of ten joined the other eight rows of ten and made a new group of one hundred. One more row of ten remained, with a lone farmer and his wife standing still just beside it. Oh my, now we're up to one thousand and twelve guests, murmured Lady Di. Several more tents of different sizes were set up to provide shade for everyone. To the left of the tiny tent that fit nine people or fewer, the castle workers pitched a bigger tent. It could hold up to nine rows of ten or ninety. Next to that, there was another tent. It was even bigger, one for as many as nine groups of one hundred. An enormous tent was next, for crowds of up to nine thousand. Nine thousand people. We'll serve lunch in the largest tent, declared Lady Di. As everyone was finishing, the last luncheon bites, a cloud of dust appeared in the distance. More guests were coming. It was a huge group from the King's City, Camelot. Greetings, Circumference, called the leader of the caravan. We're here for the party. The King and his nobles were ready to arrive. Well then said Circumference, rubbing his hands together. Let's find a place for all of you. It took a while, but the Camelot guests were finally organized. They had eight groups of 1,000. 
nine groups of 100, eight groups of 10 and seven singles. Lady Di sent a messenger back to the castle to add 8,987 to the 1,012 guests who were already there for the evening feast. Boys and girls, that is a tricky question. 8,987 add 1,012 guests. Maybe if you can do that yourself, that would be wonderful. Or you can ask somebody with you to help. I wonder how many guests it is in total. We'll need to put up another huge tent for dinner, said Circumference. Oh yes, agreed Lady Di. And we could really surprise the king if everyone stayed hidden until the arrival. So they assigned each guest to a tent. The medal became a nightly number neighborhood. There were nine folks in the first tent. There were 90 in the second tent next door. There were 900 in the third tent and 9,000 in the fourth tent. The fifth tent was empty except for long wooden tables and benches. Lady Di passed out silk scarves to each person saying, the color of your scarf matches your tent flag. Then the entire group gathered to practice their surprise greeting for the king. They had rehearsed it only once when the trumpet blurred in the distance. One rehearsal, they had only rehearsed it once, was that enough? But the trumpet kept going. Oh, the king is arriving, the king is arriving. Hurry into your tents and wait for my signal. The king is arriving. When the king arrived, he had a sour look on his face. Oh, it's my birthday, he muttered grumpily, and I've been stuck on the back of a horse for hours. What are all these tents for? I'm in no mood for a jousting tournament. Circumference and Lady Di welcomed the king. Oh, your majesty, said Lady Di, showing him his seat of honour. A birthday greeting for you, said Circumference, bowing and clapping his hands. This was the signal the hidden guests were waiting for. They streamed out of their tents, singing and dancing. The king was surprised. His sour look began to turn into a smile. At the end of their performance, everyone lifted and lowered their scarves one row after another, starting with the largest group of 9,000, then the 900, then the 90, and finally the 9. It looked as if a shimmering ocean wave had crashed at the feet of the king. He stood and applauded. Oh, well done, well done, well done, everybody, well done. Thank you, my friends. Lady Di clapped her hands. Oh, and now, ladies and gentlemen, let us eat. After a tasty dinner, the cooks brought out an enormous birthday cake and other delicious sweets. The guests cheered as the king blew out the candles. Then everyone heard the thunder of hoofbeats. Oh, oh, said Circumference. Another group approaches. Their flag shows them they are from the city of Adding Moor. How many more tents will we need? He wondered out loud. And how many more desserts will that be? Asked Lady Di. I hope we have enough cake. The concept of place value. Hmm. What does that mean? The concept of place value and where numbers live allows us to make 
Hmm, any number using the digits 0 to 9. A digit's place tells us its value and how much it is worth. That is very interesting, Lady Di was thinking. In the story, 9,999 guests show up for King Arthur's party. The number tells us there are nine groups of 1,000, nine groups of 100, nine groups of 10, and nine single guests. The guests fill the tents in a nightly number neighborhood. Isn't that fascinating? The end. Year one, boys and girls, now that was a fantastic story full of kings, queens, princesses, and lots and lots of numbers. Mr. Charlton absolutely loves numbers, and I hope you do too. So good luck, and I will see you all very soon on Mr. Charlton's Audio Stories. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, Two, one, bye, bye, bye.